0: Welcome to Intellects, a place for entrepreneurs. This is season one, episode 12, and we are here with Aisha Peters, who is a singer, songwriter, performer, creative director, qualified vocal coach, and meditation facilitator. CEO of VEWA Production LTD, providing self development sessions through vocal coaching, meditation, Consulting's sound healing with an intuitive twist she is one of the original members of r&b uk girl group fierce and fierce had success with their high chart topping song sweet love 2k their rendition of anita baker's sweet love which went to number three in the uk charts their success reached to the heights of having the honor of touring with whitney houston puff daddy and so much more now, a solo artist, Aisha has released her EP. It's a love EP, which is available on Spotify. She's produced, wrote, and arranged her own music and songs for her EP, describing her creativity as music from my heart. Uh, everyone, please welcome Miss Aisha
1: Peters.
0: Hello. Hey.
1: Hey. Thank you for that lovely, beautiful intro. Thank you everyone for listening
0: in and welcoming welcoming me live from London, UK. (laughs) Yes, London is in the house. So, (laughs) yeah, so um, with that introduction, is there anything you want to add as far as how did you get to that point? What What was your starting point on your musical journey? Mm,
1: okay so it's it's um a beautiful beautiful beginning i'm really born into a musical family so i have two godfathers for instance um one that goes by the name of zebelon and he's worked with some of the biggest artists in in america and he's based over there and also as well my godfather he's also a very very well-known dub artist by the name of doug judah my father made his um, soul rise in power forever. He passed away 2018. He was also very musical, played various music. And something that I've taken from him in, in regards to playing percussion, I love playing percussion. Um, very talented man, had a beautiful voice, wrote his own songs, cut his own records. And also my mum is also a singer. So that's really... The foundation that I have, first and foremost, that comes from the family. Um, if you want to know like my journey, how everything started, to be quite honest, my parents, my god- godfather Dabduda have always told me that I've always been a natural for singing, performing, uh, having a musical ear as well. And my godfather was the one that was just that just really to say to my parents, yeah, she's she's gonna be famous one day. Like He's definitely going to do music. There's no doubt about that. That's amazing. Yeah, he foresaw the future,
0: for sure. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So so what kind of things happened on your journey before you started actually seeing progress? Because, you know, there are some times when we go through certain things and it may not seem Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's going to get to a better part. Um, mm. Yeah, I
1: can definitely share. You know, give a give a deep insight into that. And to be quite honest, that really starts from me being fourteen. And um, mm. by that age, I had already been in two go- two um, choirs. The so one in my primary school, second um gospel choir I was in, um, which was secondary school. And by that age, I had already started performing you know, in regional competitions, local competitions with one of the girls who I later on actually started recording this. And nice. yeah, so we've we've got a long history there. And um to be quite honest, you know, being as young as I was and entering to, you know, singing competitions and performing alongside with one of the group members, it's it's a really long process. And I'm, and it's no, There's no way that I'm complaining about it because I'm actually very grateful and I'm thankful because I believe that I've had a lot of training before actually entering into the music industry itself. That's not to say that I still wasn't green, and that's not to say that there wasn't a lot, a lot to learn. Because at the end of, the, at the end of the day, although um, there's creativity in the music industry, the music industry is a business first mm-hmm. and foremost. So I had um, training in regards to performance and you know, singing skills with the gospel choir and doing the competitions and that was so fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, sixteen. So seventeen, eight, like that's nearly five years training. That's five years training, not necessarily getting a recording deal still, but just, you know, doing rehearsals. Um, we had a fitness trainer. You know, at the age of fourteen, he he was from the army, so there wasn't Ooh. no messing about. <laughs> there wasn't no messing about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of that hard work, um, honing my craft in terms of writing, because I, I first started knowing how to write, or you know, um, constructing songs from poetry. I actually wrote poetry first. Um, People know me to be a sing-songwriter, but a lot of people don't know that actually my first love in terms of performing was actually rapping. So I used wow. to mimic a lot of yeah, a, little, a lot of hip-hop rappers back in the day. Um, and then actually coming out and singing, nobody knew that I could actually sing. So the girl that I ended up being in the gr- um, girl group with, she was the one that actually encouraged me to perform. She was the one that actually encouraged me to enter into competitions. Other than that, I wouldn't have really... Um, expanded in my talent in that way. Does that make sense? Yes.
0: No. Yeah. You know, a sense.
1: Yeah. Um, you know it, it's a lot of you know. We won competitions, but we also lost a lot of competitions as well. Mm-hmm. And I guess that only added to our, if you want to call it professionalism, in the end. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't always smooth sailing, <laughs> either. Right. That's yeah. the truth. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and in learning how to accept rejection as an opportunity, mm-hmm. as instead of uh it being a failure, you know, yeah, more <laughs> exactly criticism that's awesome. So, how did you become the CEO of Wewa Production LTD? Tell us a little bit about that,
1: yeah, okay. So, um, after having You know, my journey of of performing as a teenager and then after that, gaining the recording deal with um, the two other members of the girl group. Um, From that, obviously, I had a lot of different experience, you know, um, doing interviews, whether that be the newspapers or TV or performing on TV or doing tours, like like you said and mentioned about Whitney Houston, Puff Daddy. So I had a wealth I have. I should say I have a wealth of knowledge and um, what I did was I went for a course in sound engineering so I'm also a qualified sound engineer and I did a foundation course (laughs) yeah I did a I did a foundation course give give thanks to my father I didn't really want to listen to him at the beginning he was like you need to go and do engineering because your memory is so great like you'd, you'd be able to pass so easily Aisha like go and do it and I refused that first dragging my feet but then in the end I just thought it makes sense <laughs> it makes mm-hmm. sense but I did two I did a foundation level in sound recording then I did an advanced course past that and then after that I reached out to one of my own vocal coaches I've had two one by the name of Glenn. Jones and another one by the name of Maxine also known as Maxine official on IG so yeah Mm -hmm. Um, check her out she's she's so awesome her musicals are awesome as well and I was like oh like I've just done a sound engineering course um what do you think is the next step do you have any gigs going I want to get back into singing I want to get back into tutoring because I was actually tutoring vocal I was doing vocal coaching tutoring with my peers at the age of 14 like on my lunch breaks at school
0: oh wow yeah started early (laughs) yeah i did
1: i did so i thought it just made sense you know i'm i'm if you want to call it qualified in the sense of my practical skills as an artist um and also now i've got this sound engineering qualification so let me go back and back into the community and share the knowledge that i have and she was like okay you know what i'm doing some some tutoring at some youth centers come and shadow me i was like wow great Awesome. So I did that, um, took over some of her sh- sessions. She allowed me to just teach to gain the experience. And she said to me, you know what, Aisha, go and get your qualifications to teach. And I was like, what? What are mm. you talking about? She was like, no, you need to go and do it. You've been tutoring since the age of 14. There's no way that you're going to go into this um, course and, and not pass. You will pass with flying colours so I went and did that <laughs> yeah <absolutely. laughs> I went and did that ended up not doing just one course I did two courses so I've actually got a qualification as a tutor to teach anything but I've also got a qualification to teach a level uh English language and literacy as well as so I did two in one wow.
0: that's amazing. <laughs> and-
1: yeah yeah I, I that's not what i went for but but you know the most i aligned it to be that's what it's gonna be so exactly that. And, and then you. um mm-hmm. yeah it was it was amazing it was amazing because it opened up my eyes to so many different things in terms of my own self-development so i was very grateful i am very grateful i should say um and then i was like okay well all these skills these qualifications I need to do something with it. I had a lot of offers. People come up to me and give me, gave me the opportunity to, to actually continue teach um, teaching and tutoring. And, you know, um, I learned how to actually customise my own lessons for people, for individuals, for group sessions. So I was really learning how to tutor, how to be dynamic and how to be flexible. And then another friend of mine who owns a business for... Um, you know women who have um need support with mental wellness and you know healing and so on and so forth she was like I think that you should turn your soul trading into a company
0: and I was like Mm.
1: what I was just like really she's like yeah she's like Aisha you're a soul trader but you really do need a company behind you and I was like okay all right so this is the next step now and then eventually I just I, um, I incorporated my company and I decided to name it Vewa Productions, which is an acronym for Vocal Excellence with Aisha. So that's how I became CEO.
0: I love that. Vocal <laughs> Excellence. Yes. yes that's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's awesome and, and it goes to show that your purpose and your calling will make room for you. You don't have to go outside of yourself in order to be who you truly are and that's mm-hmm. awesome that you you found your purpose at a young age and didn't run away from it at least not too far because <laughs> you're doing what you love indeed yeah, yeah. Indeed. I do strongly believe
1: in that and you know the journey is amazing and of course in life you know you have your what they call the ups and downs the ebbs the ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. what I'm truly grateful is the fact that through all the ups through all the downs you know sometimes you may get you know sidetracked and it's not even being sidetracked sometimes you go to the left or you go to the right of your path so that you can take these experiences with you they're like building blocks Mm -hmm. so that you can take the next the next step forward or go to the next level up and I feel like with Every person that I've I've come into connection with, every experience, whether it be professional or personal, it's really helped to um, support me in 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 knowing and believing in my purpose. And I do believe that um, you know, give thanks to, to the Most High, the universe. Give thanks to the Most High divine, my ancestors, my angels, my guides. They mm-hmm. have guided me all the way. And, you know, I, I'm very strong within my conviction about me um, being a, a healer through the arts, through vocal coaching, through mm-hmm. guided meditation, through general card readings that I do intuitively, through being um, the channeler. Um, you know, allowing the Most High Divine to work through me to send messages to those who want to hear it. Sometimes people don't want to hear the truth. Sometimes, sometimes don't, people don't want to hear the Divine Word. However, I know that this is part of my purpose and everything that I do is is from a place of love, you know?
0: Mm, yeah. Speaking of love, <laughs> What your EP is talking about. is a love yeah, EP. A yes. love EP. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what can people expect from your EP? Because I know you describe it as music from your heart.
1: Yeah. Every song on the EP is about love. You know, it's a love EP. It's about love. You've got love in terms of self. Um, standing strong in yourself and yourself. Love and you know this this giving of self and also you've got songs on there about relationship, mm. um, relationship love and you know the connectivity and letting someone know that you love them and you know I'm gonna be there for you, baby. All of that talk. <laughs> all yeah, <of> that
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a lot of love. It's a lot of love. Um, yeah, and um. You know, you've got, you've got soul, you've got, um, you've got a little bit of um, reggae on there, you know, kind of like a lover's rock swing, you, you know, so yeah, check it out. And I've also done um, a song that's part of the EP called No Expectation. And that song does really come from a personal place. It is about self-love. There is a video for it, which I produced and directed. So um, everybody, make sure you go and check it out as well.
0: Nice. And where is the video at? Where can people view it? Yeah,
1: you can all view it at the video "No Expectations" by Aisha Peter on YouTube.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm gonna look that up so I can view it and share my thoughts on it. I'm excited. Thank you. No problem. So, uh, tell a little bit about what it was like to be in. The girl group, you know, of course, there's different personalities and having to mm-hmm. come together. Like, how was that experience for you?
1: Yeah, so you got, you know, young girls growing, you know, getting to know themselves. So, you know, so, so you have your, you have your own little personal um, disagreements as citizens. As sisters do, you know, you're growing, you're finding yourself, we're actually working together and toning our craft together and learning about our voices, um, as artists and how we can gel and synchronize really fully um as a girl group. And what's really blessed about that scenario is that because we all attended the gospel choir in secondary Mm. school it was quite easy to know our direction musically so we had that really really beautiful foundation between the three of us um also as well in terms of i guess for me when i speak about the hardship i guess with being part of the girl group is the fact that back in the day curves weren't really celebrated okay um i was the curviest of all the girls you know Mm. the biggest and the other two you know they you know very very athletic shaped shaped beautifully so because I was quite heavy set in the beginning you know I was I I had to lose a lot of weight that that's what was the tone of the Mm. direction of the look but that was quite tough on me um because it's taken me it took me a while to be, you know, just to be comfortable in my own skin. So I, I did have that challenge. I'm not going to lie. I have to be completely honest there. But in terms of the, the positive and the ups was the fact that I didn't realise for one minute that a girl from Tottenham, a girl from Concrete Jungle, Broadwater Farm, you mm. know, um, the other member was from Hackney. <laughs> That's another Concrete Jungle. The other member was from Brixton concrete jungle where we actually made history we made history being being the you know the girls that 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 um were in the gospel choir um from st david's and st catherine's and then went into the music industry ended up being quite successful especially with our rendition of sweet love i i would say that is one of the most positive things that we could have done because we actually shown people that you know with hard work and dedication, you can actually make your dreams come true. Because I tell you this for nothing, sis, I used to dream, have a recurring dream as a little little girl that I was actually on stage with Whitney Houston. Wow. Every night. And then by the, eight, by the time I turned 19, I was on tour with Whitney Houston.
0: Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it was,
1: it was amazing in that, in, in that way. Do you know what I'm saying um yeah. there's awesome. not there's not going to be anybody who's going to be able to do that again you know
0: yeah exactly right wow now yeah. i now um w- are there any other musicians artists anyone that you get your inspiration from oh gosh I think there's going to be too many to mention. We'll be I here was right going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll, you know, I'll name a few because um, today I was, I was singing, um, I was singing some of Prince's songs. So Prince is yes. a heavy, heavy influencer of mine in terms of, um, you know, being bold and being mm-hmm. confident and believing in yourself. And he's a perfectionist and, yeah, most probably if you ask anybody who's worked with me in the industry, you'll will be, will be like, yeah, Aisha's a perfectionist. <laughs> she, she <Yeah>. not <laughs> She don't. <laughs> she don't. If she thinks that, she thinks something and it's not right, I will stand there. I will stand there. I will stay there for hours and I will make sure that it's done. I will make sure that it's done. Like, I don't, I don't play when it comes to my craft. Um, Definitely Aretha Franklin. Definitely see Wonder. Ah, reggae wise, um, Asword, Mighty Diamonds, my Godfather, Dub Judah, he's the inspiration. My mother, my father, uh, of course Whitney, yes. <laughs> of course Whitney. <laughs> Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, um, Marvin Gaye. Uh, do you know what? And there are new school artists as well. I, I can't. There's not going to be enough enough room for me to mention everyone. Sorry. Yes,
0: <laughs> <I love you. laughs> right it's so much awesome amazing talent out there and you are yeah. in the list as well um, um, no, yeah. <laughs> is there uh, anything that you want to leave with the listeners as far as um, any advice for anyone who wants to go down the same path either when it comes to being an artist Mm -hmm. or um, someone that wants to go into business, like, what advice would you give them? Mm -hmm.
1: I would say, first of all, before you enter, and that's regardless of whether you want to be a performer, singer, song, writer, producer, or or whatever on that side, and or on on the business side, whether that's management or, you know, a media company or an agency or anything like that, sit down, write up a business plan research organizations and bodies that are going to support you and give you the information that you need to head out on your journey I can't stress how many people have come to me sis and said I want to be famous I want to be in the music industry <laughs> and then when I you know aside from you know I, I, I might do a session with them or a short consultation and I'm just like this is not it you know said I said you're looking at me now as a person who's a business owner but remember I have been doing this officially since the age of 14 Mm -hmm. and I have not stopped learning so also the last word that I will say once you get in always be open learning and it doesn't matter whether the person's younger than you or older than you or the same age because listening takes nothing Hmm. it
0: costs nothing
1: and that's the last word
0: (laughs) yes yes always learning yes always being a student life is Life is the yeah. teacher. So exactly, amen. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're living, you gotta learn something. <laughs> you know? No. Yes. Yeah. So how could how can people follow you, find you, support you?
1: Yeah, So first of all, you can follow me at my business platform, Vewa Productions Ltd on IG. That's V E W A. Productions, P R O D U C T I O N S L T D at IG. We're also Vaywell Productions on Facebook. We're also Vaywell Productions on LinkedIn. And you can also find a YouTube page for Vaywell Productions. Also, likewise, with my personal page, you can find me, The Real Aisha Peters, and that's The Real A I F H A P E T E R S on IG also on YouTube too and Aisha I think it's Aisha, Aisha Peters or Aisha or the Aisha <laughs> on Twitter and I'm also on LinkedIn as well
0: nice thank you so much I know um your time is precious and you have a busy schedule as do I but I thank you so thank much you. <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time out to share with us your journey and we definitely would love to have you back on another episode
1: oh thank you sis and you are most welcome anytime i would say everyone anyone who listens to this podcast please go and support this sis. she's such a beautiful light such a beautiful soul make sure you go continue and or tell your friends your family your co-workers about the work that she is doing and follow her on ig please (laughs)
0: thank you so much you're welcome alright listeners you've heard it here first now it's time to use what you've learned I'm talking about those gems make sure you pick them up pass it on and use them time and time again stay tuned for more my friends Thank you so much for tuning in to the 12th episode of Intellects, A Place for Entrepreneurs. Next episode, you are in for a treat. We will be doing a season recap discussing all of the amazing gems you've heard thus far. You definitely don't want to miss it. Thank you for taking in all these artistic gems. Until next time, my friends.